1: Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on and ready to go.
0: You are watching and listening to Chris. And Lester Tonight Die TV on YouTube. And your favorite podcasts. choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Right, Chris. All right there. Good evening. How the devil are we all? Welcome along. Welcome to along to the, the channel of the champions. Not only do we have past Premier League champions uh, on this channel, but also the current Rugby union champions, nine years, nine years, thank you, Doug's clapping in the back, nine years, we we used to be the Man United of the rugby union world, well we're back, Chain Manchester United are. I do what is back though, the big fat football quiz, yep, it's coming up, starts on Wednesday, we're having a pilot edition to see how it goes, uh, it, this one is called Home and Away. And so as you can imagine, there's going to be two players involved and they can choose a home question for one point or an away question for three. And if they choose an away question, it forces the opponent to go in for the same away question. So it can get tactical. And then we've also got the picture quiz in the middle of that as well. That's coming up Wednesday at nine o'clock. It looks like this.
1: It's the quiz of the week. Are you ready? I'm saying, are you ready?
0: i don't know if i'm the big that they're referring to but uh yeah it starts nine o'clock on wednesday um uh, the big fat football quiz to home or away i don't know if anybody's actually got um sky sports news on but there's a female presenter there at the moment very pretty young lady if she, she did she not get changed before she came in the studio she looks like she's got a night dress on <laughs> so, just please, somebody put it on, have a look, and tell me. Um, because oh no, it's a bloke now, but there's a woman that keeps coming up with this pink kind of negligee, which I think's a dress, but it could be a negligee. But this is what we're doing tonight. You can find us on Lester's Lide TV on YouTube. Please give us a subscribe if you can do. Um, and if you're listening on your favorite podcast station, thank you very much. Right, let's bring him in. Um, before he gets a chance to. Find the Sky Sports button on his uh, on his phone. <laughs> Doug, good evening. How are you, sir?
1: Good evening, Chris. I'm very well, thanks. How are you, man?
0: Not so bad. Not so bad. That one went uh, that went on a bit longer than I thought that intro, but uh, I'm sure you'll be up for the quiz at some
1: point. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm I'm actually looking forward to your uh, your pilot episode on uh, on Wednesday. It should be very good.
0: Well we will, we will see how it goes as the pilot episode so like we say anything could happen. Um I don't have you see uh, can you see what uh sky sports from where you are at the moment?
1: No I can't unfortunately yeah. but um I just don't <laughs> know
0: what you... It, it's very sexy I must say that and of course you're about to be a married man so maybe it's a good job you're not watching it. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> um one thing that's sorted, I know you've just done a show on it now. Um Wales. Yeah, obviously they qualified recently. Um, and I I don't know the the whole story about it. I haven't had a chance to have a look at it, but Ryan Giggs has stepped down as manager of Wales.
1: Yeah, uh, it's it's a long time coming as well. Literally, he has this assault. Peace. Um, apparently beat up his ex girlfriend, or or something like that. I've obviously just obviously found this out from obviously doing that 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 show earlier. But this has been a long time coming because Rob Page has been in charge since the seventh of November when Ryan Giggs was suspended as Wales manager. So it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't really surprise me that this decision has been made now. And you made a very good point. I think actually it was I think it was either Rich Sports or someone made a very very good point mm-hmm. in the in the chat that uh, Lobatégi was sacked one day before the World Cup because apparently he had spoken to Real Madrid behind Spain back, yep. so they had to get somebody in. Eventually, I think it was Luis Enrique. I think came in um, anyway. So yeah, um, I think. The right decision has been made, and I'm glad that Wales now can focus on the World Cup without obviously Ryan Giggs being in the way of Rob Page. Hmm.
0: So you may be focusing on the World Cup. But I am focusing on Sky Sky Sports News because I keep keep got don't know who she is, but I'm sure she's got a she's not put a top on. Chris Walsh good afternoon. Well, sorry, good afternoon. He, honestly, I know you're not a fan of of Sky Sports News, but just put it on. You, you you can't miss this. You really can't. And Renee, good evening. sir. how the devil are you? Um, breaking news that's just coming up here. Uh, I can't put it on silent, of course. I can't say what they are saying. But we are looking at World Cup groups. And we are looking at, and we'll bring it in here, World Cup Group C this week. So, uh Doug, of course, has gone and we'll come back to his... Oh, the breaking news is about Ryan Giggs. Um, We will come back to look at your predictions for Group A and B. But I have to say that this is the last show before you go away and have a break for your wedding and your honeymoon. So can I first of all say congratulations and wish you all the best for that?
1: Thank you very much.
0: Probably got a better chance of scoring than Wales have. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <to> <laughs> that, should I? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> biggest fan, aren't you? Let's just leave it at that, shall we?
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. i, I oh. you,
0: you told me about it. I'm gonna bring that up every week now.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't come home too soon. Yeah, <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> well, of yeah. course, these days you don't get there, so <laughs> you're even earlier, but uh, That's very anyway, true. We- We've got the finals now. We've got everybody, all the teams have played the playoffs, they've qualified. We know Wales are in Group B um, with England, Iran and the USA. Um, Who are the others that were waiting? Costa Rica in Group E, qualified. I still don't get... I mean, they were playing Australia, weren't they? I think Costa Rica.
1: Yeah, they were
0: playing New Zealand. Oh, New Zealand, sorry. And... If you qualify like New Zealand, why should they then have to play another qualifier? We know why, because FIFA want the bigger South American clubs there rather than New Zealand. But it is totally unfair, isn't it?
1: It is. It is very, very unfair. And and you know what? New, New Zealand would have been a match for Spain, Germany or Japan anyway. I, I expect Costa Rica to be, you know, be, be the same. As uh, so, I mean, Australia had to get past um, Peru. We we obviously watched the the penalty shootout yeah. last week, didn't we? And yes. uh, yeah, that that goalkeeper um, dancing on his line. Uh, I wonder if we'll see that at the World Cup. Probably won't. <laughs> but um, but no, I, 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 it is it is unfair. It is unfair on New Zealand having to qualify again through another playoff to get there it's, yeah. it's it's very very unfair
0: yeah and australia going into group d with that penalty win and pinocchio on the uh, goalkeeping line <laughs> if anybody hasn't and i'm sure there's nobody out there that hasn't seen it but they haven't seen the penalty shootout uh, bet- uh, between um australia and Peru. watch it it is it is it is good, isn't it, Doug?
1: It's very good. So it's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's basically um, the Australian version of Jersey Dudek from 2005.
0: Yeah, but Jersey Dudek managed to at least, he, he kept his, um, <laughs> I don't know what he caught, but I know, that Australian guy, he, was just, he took Jersey Dudek's dance and just took it to the extreme.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Very
0: much but uh, all we can do is hope that we get that um <laughs> hope that we get to see more of that in the World Cup finals um Chris is saying he's got an interesting prediction for group c well let's we'll see at the end Chris and um I'm shocked that Peru went out to be honest it wasn't a very inspiring game until the penalties was it I mean the penalties I think was the highlight uh doug.
1: No, I think Peru Peru hit the the um, underside of the post. I think it was in the the second half of extra time. But apart from that, it wasn't a great game of football. Let's yeah. let's be honest. But um, no, well done to well done to the Aussies. And uh, yeah. I think that's they've now made their fifth straight World Cup appearance. Now, yes,
0: we mustn't forget that. But they have they have shifted qualifying groups, haven't they?
1: They have indeed. Yeah, they have indeed.
0: So uh, may- maybe that's just something, I don't know. But just to bring you up to date with some key dates now, uh, August the 6th, we know the Premier League season starts, um, which is obviously a week earlier than normal. And then November the 12th and 13th it's the final round of Premier League matches. Um, I know we've got West Ham, I think it's away, but we've got West Ham. And on November the 21st, the World Cup starts. The 2nd of December, it's the final set of group stage matches. And the 3rd to 6th, the round of 16. Ninth to 10th is the quarterfinals. 13th to 14th, the semis. And then hopefully, we've all got one of our teams in the final in some form, wherever it is you support, on the 18th. And then it's back, Boxing Day. It's straight back to the Premier League. Now, everybody knows... Well, not everybody knows, but I do. I've started doing a debate show now on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Now, for me... It's going to be so squashed the season. Now, surely this is time for the Premier League to look at it and go, "We don't need the League Cup."
1: Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Because if you look at the, if you look at the scheduling now, like the Champions League stuff, like if you've noticed as well, like the European games are going to be very, very close together. Like I think they're yeah. going to be, I think they're going to be uh, very, very Crammed in because I think they're they're starting the UEFA Champions League group stage. I think from the sixth and seventh of September, mm. uh, and then I think they finish the first week of November. And I think that's going to be the same with the Europa League and the Europe, Europe Europa Conference League as well. So it's going to have a massive, massive effect on on teams. I think um, mm. as well having having so many games in between. To get to the the World Cup in in November, so it's, it's good. I think this is why the five subs rules come in because you know, I think you know it will benefit you know the the bigger teams so so to speak. But I do think it's a very good idea with the amount of games that's that, that's coming.
0: Yeah, and I think okay, you could say the the five you know substitutes may favour the bigger clubs, but at the end of the day, Manchester City, Liverpool you've only got the same size squad of uh, players mm-hmm. that are allowed to play, 25, as Bournemouth and Fulham. So yeah. you, you, it's not like you can put any more on, because you've got to name those players in advance. Uh, I, yeah. I think it makes sense. Also, of course, as well as I said, getting out of the League Cup, which I think is just, I know they've got their own cups, you know, in the third and fourth tier, and I'm not decrying that, but, and we, I just think there's too many games and, and replays. I mean, we did it the other season with the COVID where we had no replays for the FA Cup and I'd, I'd bring that back and stick with that.
1: Yeah, I, I would as well. Like the FA Cup, you get, you get loads of, you get replays. Like, I'm I'm one of these people who who, who like, who still likes the FA Cup, the magic of the FA Cup what? and I love the, I love when you get replays uh, as well. So, 100% agree. I I do think that they should probably bring back the replays for the FA Cup.
0: Oh, I know. I I I think they shouldn't bring back the replays. Oh, shouldn't bring it back. No. No. no um, I, think... I, I get I get what you're saying because a lot of the clubs are saying like, you know, well, you know, we draw say Liverpool at our place. Let's say for example, uh Carlisle because Chris is in. Um Carlisle draw Liverpool at at, at um at Carlisle. And they get a draw. They then go to Liverpool, and obviously they get a hell of a lot of money from that. But yeah. How often, when it goes to the replay, does the smaller club not go through?
1: Yeah, it, it usually usually happens. Yeah.
0: They've got the chance. So it's, it's on, and again, no disrespect to Carlisle, but you know, it's on the pitch. That's not to the standard that Liverpool are used to playing on. You know, they, they've probably got a better chance of, you know, if you've got to play an extra time or penalties of going through, and then they may get another, they may get a Man United or somebody, get the money from that. I just think it, I just think there's too many games being played, and this season it's going to be ridiculous with having that
1: break. Yeah, certainly will be. Um, I mean, I, I mean, this is this is the thing as well, like. The World Cup finals on December the 18th. The next, again, week is obviously Boxing Day. Um, And there is one difference this season as well. There's no games on the 28th or the 29th of December now, um, which I think to say is probably the right decision would be an understatement because I think there's too many games in between. between. Look, the Christmas period has always been the same. You always get games on Boxing Day, you always get games on the 28th and the 29th, but I just think because of fixture congestion and the fact that the World Cup is en- is ending on the-, on the 18th of December, I-, I think it's a good idea to to just have it this season, not to have games on the 28th and 29th and then just to go away um, for obviously New Year.
0: Yeah, and I think as well, we've got to accept that... um, Chris, sorry, mate, did I get you excited there? (laughs) I get you... You're the second person I know. When I used to live in Burnley, I used to have a friend up in Burnley that was a Carlisle fan. So, um, yeah, you're my second person I know that's a Carlisle fan. Um, And, of course, we shouldn't forget the Nigel Pearson link, should we, Chris? But I just think sort of the whole sort of, the world we live in now is changing, you know I mean, it's yeah. no longer a couple of quid to go and watch your team you know, it, it's a fortune to go and watch your team, and you know, the cost of living and everything like that you, you can't afford to go to all the matches you know, it might be that back, you buy a ticket for a match on the 28th and that's your Christmas present, if you like you know, yeah. it, it's
1: I mean, sorry. I mean, sorry. I mean it's a- I mean, I saw. I saw. Was it was it the MLS? I think I've agreed a deal with. There's Apple TV to show every match on on their website or something. So oh. maybe that's something the Premier League might go down the line. But yeah, you, you know, this is the thing. Obviously, Sky, BT, and you know all these TV channels have obviously got the exclusive rights to mm. the to the Premier League as well. But and I do agree with that, uh, Chris. EFL mm. should get rid of the Papa John. Yeah, trophy. I do. I do agree with that because again, more more games. But I read as well that the games. Um, I, I'll I'll go I'll go to Scotland because the, the Scottish Premiership starts again on Christmas Eve, I believe. Now, I've mm. never seen I've never seen games played on Christmas Eve before, so this this is obviously completely new. Yeah. Um, the lower leagues will still be continuing when the World Cup's so. on.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't think that's right i I think I saw that,
0: and in fairness, I didn't put Scotland on the preview that I just had up because a because I don't like Scotland, no disrespect and b and b I didn't have the space so but yeah I do believe I mean that is a ridiculous, ridiculous situation uh, to be in uh, Chris says here, how about EFL teams uh, only in the caribou Cup? And make it a new expanded uh, Papa John's trophy without the under 21 teams. I mean, yeah, I mean, the Caribbean, mm-hmm. you could merge that or somehow with the Papa John's trophy. Like you say, there is there is too much. And I feel, what, I mean, I don't know whether, I know a lot of people here don't like talk sport. I suppose the fact that, you know, I, I, I go on it, the fact that I do like talk sport. Uh, in the morning, you've got Jim White and um, I forgot who he is now, the ex palace owner. Simon Jordan. Um, Simon Jordan. Now, whether you like him or hate him, he does sometimes hit the nail on the head. And he yeah. said the Premier League clubs are missing a huge, huge marketing. They they, they are selling their rights to Sky yeah. and having to, still, you know, take a share of everything that comes in because it's shared between. When virtually every club now has got its own cameras, its own channels, et cetera. That they should be showing their their matches. So, for example, Leicester matches uh, or Liverpool matches. Every single yeah. match on Liverpool TV and charging nine ninety nine a month for the privilege. And I'll tell you something that would probably be better value than Sky, and you probably get more people watching it.
1: Yeah, um, and I, I don't know if you. Apparently, there's like a massive interview with like Matt Letizia that's just like being published as well. And he yeah. has gone in on Sky, he has yes, literally he destroyed has. them. Um, yeah. so well worth watching, by the way. That, 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 that interview, I, I watched a bit of it, and my goodness me, he, he really goes in on uh, on Sky. And uh, he I actually have band, to applaud him. I actually have, to, yeah. He, does, he doesn't hold back. He doesn't hold back. I actually have to applaud him for having a bit of integrity. To yeah, I think I think there was one thing he said that, well, why are man, why is a man such as Jamie Carragher still being employed by Sky who spat at yeah. a, a girl? Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not defending Jamie Carragher's Obviously, Liverpool player and all that, but what mm. he did is disgusting, and what he did was a sackable of offence.
0: Yes, yeah, and, and, and I think, to be honest with you, if, we, if you go back as far as Andy Gray, and when he was uh, dismissed by Sky, I think sometimes they have an agenda, allegedly, um, why they can't just say to people, right, you know, we're changing things around, but I think these days, certain companies, the BBC is another one of them, that have to be or they want to be seen to be ticking the right boxes
1: yeah
0: you know 100%. yes okay you know we know that the four people that were doing soccer saturday which i must admit is nowhere near as good as Leicester Tel soccer sunday which because well, that was a that was a, a class above and of course we did have our own anthony Kamara in there as well um but uh <laughs> the, the it's just not it's not as good as now you know and no. that, in my opinion but anyway boxes have to be ticked and uh spaces filled. talking of uh, anthony camaro welcome along <laughs> welcome to james and welcome to um uh nippon as well NS sports if you a be chelsea fan anthony obviously is a big southampton fan um thanks so much james agreed um uh, Rene, we discussed Ryan at the stop of the show. So if you want sort to of, when you fin- when we finish, go back and watch it. We discussed him there. Uh, James says, looking at group C, Argentina you would think should top the group. Then Mexico and Poland the battle it out, but strange things can happen. Indeed they can. Indeed they can. Um, I only watch Talk Sport because of Simon Jordan. Only person I like from there. Yes, he is. And he sees from yeah. a different perspective. You know, he 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 does. You know, we, we see everything as a fan, and it's only when you talk to these, you know, ex-managers, ex-players, that you actually get to see things from the other side of the fence. You know, Um lads, Man United to buy four players by using their Argos uh, cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Let's go. World Cup Group C. Here we go. No Delametria to be heard. Argentina. Saudi Arabia, Mexico and Poland. Um, before we get into sort of each individual uh, team, I'm looking at that and thinking that not necessarily a group of death, but I think it is a hard, a hard one, because obviously Argentina uh, aren't to be taken lightly. Mexico have sort of ch- have, have completed, you know, in about the last seven World Cups. Poland, we know the threat they've got up from. And Saudi Arabia... Used to the the conditions out there, and they'll be taking a lot of fans with them because uh, obviously it's what their next door neighbours. It could be a, a bit of a surprise
1: in this group. It could well be. Uh, I'm looking forward to this group. Um, I think um, I think if I had to say right now, I think Argentina are one of my favourites to win the World Cup. Um, I I've been very impressed with them recently. They're, they're in very very good form and. They've actually got a really good squad coming up now, um, uh, as well, and I think I think this is the very, very final chance for Lionel Messi now to get to be to be sort of compared to Maradona, because yeah. Maradona won the World Cup, Messi hasn't, and you know yeah. the closest Messi's got was the 2014 final against Germany, and they they obviously lost that one nil to a Mario Götze winner um, uh, as well, and. You obviously we've got the guy uh, at Manchester City that's coming through, uh, Julian Alvarez, who was at River Plate at the moment. He's banging them in, so I think you think he'll uh, he'll be good to to watch as well. Uh, Latario Martinez is another one to to watch as well. And this is the thing with Argentina; they always qualify. They're probably one of the first teams to like you. You you go through the the list of like countries that are trying to like qualify. Argentina will probably be right at the top of that. Brazil yeah. will probably be at the top of that as well.
0: Totally. And you, you've hit it there. And and James says the same thing as well in the chat. Last chance for Messi, really. Um, he's only won the one trophy. I think he, they, they won the Copa or whatever it is, South American um, equivalent. Oh, of the Copa uh, America. Copa, yeah. I think he won those with that. But that's his one thing with with um Argentina. Oh I mean do you think that when Maradona and I'm not saying he was any better or any worse than Messi that's that's a, a different conversation but do you think he had a better group of players around him as a as a whole than Messi's had recently
1: yes I think he did I think he I think he did. I think I think what Messi's had He's had a very, very good team. The only problem is, I think, defensively, and the goalkeeper hasn't been great, but mid- midfield and attack has been very, very good. But he's like their wonder player. And mm. I think Argentina rely heavily on him. I think it's, it's been quite clearly sort of notified that he they rely on him way too much. But I just feel that... This time around, Argentina could be potentially the one of the favourites for the uh, for the World Cup. West Ham fans as well. Uh, this is one for you. Uh, they're uh, Argentina managed by ex-West Ham player Lionel Scaloni. If you remember when he yeah. played the West Ham,
0: well, that is going back a bit, isn't it? You know, <laughs> um, I mean, just saying here, it's not been Messi's best season. He's not, he's not actually going no. into this World Cup on top form but then how often do we see and we you know we had this conversation the the week when we did a a program a separate program on Gareth Southgate you know sometimes club managers don't necessarily make good national managers and you know we've seen national team managers fail miserably at um at club level after after they, they step down and it can be the same for players I mean Harry Maguire, absolutely awful season, and I've I've not got a bone to pick with, with Harry Maguire. You know, he's no longer a Leicester player, but an absolutely awful season for Man United. But he's never really let let um, let England down.
1: No, he hasn't. And I think I think you, you you have to say as well, like Southgate gets a lot of criticism for like picking picking his sort of you know, his favourites, as, yeah. uh, as as you call it. But Harry Maguire hasn't put a perfect role for England.
0: No, no. And do you think with Messi, do you think he's like, he, he's, he's the first name, What you know, a poor season for him is probably a reasonably good season for anybody else.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. But looking at this Argentina squad right now, I think... It's stronger than usual. Let me just say that. I think the goalkeeping situation has been, you know, clarified. Obviously, you know, um Emmy Martinez at, at villa is a is a big, big one. Uh that goalkeeper for Villa Real, um, name goes, goes away from me. Jeronimo Rulli is Argentinian. Uh he wasn't he wasn't great against um against Liverpool in the you know the Champions League, but yeah. um and I believe I, I don't know I don't know if he has uh, retired or not, but Willie Caballero I still believe is with the Argentine national team. So that I could that he, could be I
0: thought he had stepped down, but I could be
1: wrong. I could be wrong. I could I could I could be completely completely wrong um as well. But but there the, but there's there's the there's the there's a the good thing about Argentina in there is that they're they're very good goalkeepers. Defensively, well, we all know Argentina like like a tackle. Let me just say that yeah, they thanks. do yeah. like to tackle. Um, I I was probably too young to remember Simeone uh, Beckham in nineteen ninety eight, uh, but y- y- these are things that you kind of watch um, like mm. sort of on like YouTube or or they do have like programs. I think, on ITV four sometimes about the about the World Cup, and I, yeah. I I honestly watch some of these um, as well. So. Argent- Argent have been the closest obviously since 2014. I feel that they could go really close this time. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, you know, they're fourth in the FIFA ranking. South America, obviously, qualified as early as November last year, being top four in their round robin group. Uh, 18 of the last 22 World Cups they've appeared in. And I think, you know, you're taking that as being like some of those early ones when not all the teams just took part won it twice of course 86 was the last one can you remember that you won't remember when the one is before that but it was 1978 which was the um i think that was the uh, hand of god year to be honest with you and the the ticker tape year well <laughs> you couldn't see the green grass because of the white ticker tape everywhere um one good thing about the 78 world cup Best ever World Cup theme, apart from um, and Dorma going. Puts puts Delamitri to shame, I'll tell you. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to let you forget that. Uh, Chris says, people are going for Brazil and Argentina to win the World Cup. I'm baffled by that, really. Yeah, they're used to the temperatures. Can I remind you who's won the World Cup the last few years? Yep, European teams. Good point, good point. And like I say, everyone's going on about the heat, but it should be. It should be, um, you know, air-conditioned stadium. so that shouldn't really matter. Um, uh, Anthony says, "Would there be more transfers when this World Cup finished than in the in this window?" I, I just, I think this window is just a sidetrack. Very, very quickly, I just think this window is waiting for that one big transfer that will spark everything off, like a like a deck of cards or all going down. Personally. Um, <laughs> I did not. I did not, Anthony, at all. You need to wash your ears out. You know, I know Arsenal fans sort of, you know, block their ears because they don't hear any Arteta talk. But, uh, but cover okay, your ears. Yeah. yeah, and I did. I did see the thing you sent me about Tillemans in a in an Arsenal shirt, Anthony. I hope you got the one that I sent you back when I uh, when I tried to find that Arsenal person. Uh, I found this Arsenal. I let me just say there were some naughty pictures up there on this account. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you, you've got you've got to think that Argentina, like I said, are going to be sort of one of the favourites, um, obviously. And like I can say it's that extra incentive for Messi because it is is going to be his. Like I can say I think his last yeah. last World Cup. Um, never say never, but you never know. Now, somewhere I know nothing about. Um, (laughs) Saudi Arabia ranked 48th in the world uh, in the Asian region for FIFA qualified as late as March uh, and they're in the top two of their group B but they have actually been at six of the last 22 World Cup finals
1: Yeah um, I can't actually the last one they were at but who rings a bell um and they were on they were on. Uh, let's just say that they were on the end of some very heavy defeats. I think yes. Germany beat them eight nil. I think one the uh, one game, and then I think the Republic of Ireland beat them something like three or four nil as well. They don't do well at World Cup finals. <clears throat> no. I think it's safe to say that. Um, and unfortunately, I just don't see anything happening for them in this World Cup. I'm afraid.
0: You don't think locality or um, that that will, will, will and the fact that you know they're, they're going to have a very very vocal fan base there will, will help at all?
1: Uh, it might, uh, it might, it might do. But we, as as we all know, me and you, I, I, we don't really watch a lot of you know Saudi Arabian you know football, unfortunately. But you know,
0: no, um, oh, I'm I'm surprised. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, but But I have to say um, well well done on getting this far but I just think the the teams in this group okay they might get something off Poland they might get something off Poland but Mexico and Argentina I think will beat them comfortably yeah Uh, I
0: mean 1994 which was their first ever entry into the, or the first World Cup that they actually qualified for, they did actually get through to the round of 16. But I, d- I don't know how that was set up, whether they were still doing the groups or not then.
1: Mm, no, uh, nine, nine, 1994. That was when Diana Ross missed the penalty kick.
0: That was in America, yeah. The World Cup was in
1: yeah.
0: America, yes. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I also... And the, and, and the net still broke, amazingly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and also yeah. um, oh what was it called what was it called I, I remember this because it was, there was a song that was sang and I woke up Grace it, no Glory, Glory Land Glory Land by uh, I can't remember, I can't remember the, the, the singer but there was a song called Glory Land um, and I remember, I remember it because it, it was on one of my mum and dad's um, CDs or like cassette tapes when we were like going on holiday. That song comes on, and I immediately recognised it. So I think, I think it was something like Gloryland. Um, mm. I think as well. I've forgotten. I actually forgotten that they were in the twenty eighteen World Cup, James. So thank you very mm. much for reminding me. And yes, uh, I do kind of remember Russia beating them five 0 Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I'm looking here I mean they actually sort of the late 1980s 1990s in sort of the AFC Asian Cup they won it three times out of four and came runners up the next time in the, the one they didn't win it but they've kind of have gone down to sort of quite a bit since then but uh I, I don't expect you to answer this but any players that you know of that are any good for Saudi Arabia?
1: No no,
0: <laughs> OK. <laughs> I was putting it out there a little bit. But um, now Mexico. Um, I always have a soft spot for Mexico. I do quite like Mexico, um, even though they did try and cause trouble with Bobby Moore in 1970. Um, ninth in the world ranking, uh, obviously North America. They qualified again quite late on in March. Uh, top three of their group and they've been to 17 of 22 world cups but they've always been the nearly team haven't they
1: yes they certainly have um i i'm like you um i i like watching mexico i think they're a very very good team um obviously there, there is one player who always does really really well at world cups and you know he doesn't have the best season domestically but when it comes to world cups Guillermo Ochoa, the goalkeeper, he seems That's to you. just <laughs> he seems <laughs> to perform very, very well at the at World Cup, mm. so um, he's obviously one to watch and I think one of the one of the names uh, to watch out for in the Mexico team is obviously Raul Jimenez, obviously Wolves, Hervin Lozano, yeah. uh, and obviously uh, for Manchester United fans uh, for good memories, uh, Javi Hernandez. Chicarito. I was going
0: to say it, it, I was trying to think of his name. So I'm glad you came up with it. He had a nickname, didn't he? I can't think of what. His yeah, name the, name little, was. the
1: little little P, uh, Chikadito.
0: That's it. That's it. Look, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, I, and I don't understand why they haven't sort of done better, especially when the you know the the World Cup's been over over that way. Um, and you know, he, actually, Hernandez is the their number one goal
1: scorer of all time. Doesn't surprise me. He's a he's yeah. a he's a goal scorer. He's a yeah. he's a poacher. And that's 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 what is, is very, very good about him. And I think as well that they've got a really, really good squad this time, um Mexico. And they all know that if they do well in this World Cup, then you probably expect them to do with well home World Cup. Uh, as well, because obviously the next World Cup is going to be in Canada, Mexico and the USA, of course.
0: Yes. I mean, just I'm just looking there. Um, Raul Jimenez is actually seventh top goal scorer of all time on 30. And he's only been doing it for about <laughs> like, seven years. So uh, he's obviously got some time left. But let me ask you about Mexico. They, they hosted it in 1970. They hosted it in 1986. And they're hosting it again in 2026. Now I know you know that these haven't been the fairest way of um, we know what FIFA's like for getting you know different places to host these World Cups and why, but is it right that sort of countries are getting so many you know chances to host it, <sighs> or is it the lack? I mean, of the... people... there you've got yeah. America have done it; they will have done it more times than England as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, it is it is quite a weird one, actually, um, because you look at, um, like, USA, the last one they did was obviously Um I don't think Canada, like, hosted a... Obviously, we had in yeah. 2002, we had um, South Korea and Japan, which I thought worked really, really well um, uh, as well, although you'd have to say that was one, probably one of the most controversial World Cups, if I seem to remember. Um obviously I'm going to be mentioned obviously South Korea player name goes from me. I think his name is Hang Jwang, Hang, oh Jesus. Hang, Yang Wang, um, scored the winner against Italy and then immediately got sacked by his Italian club Perugia for knocking out Italy. So yes, yes, it's, I think I got that name right, but yeah, uh, obviously if you, if you want to, yeah, I'll, I'll put my teeth back in. Um, but <laughs> I, I have to say, I am very much looking forward to 2026 because I think Mexico, USA, and Canada—I think it will work very, very well because they're, they're they're quite close to each other. I think so. Um, but yeah, it's it's quite surprising that uh, you know, obviously England have had the 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 Euros um, uh, as well. But yeah, World Cup last one was obviously. Um, Obviously, sixty-six. The last time that they hosted that, so yeah, yeah, probably a lack of um, interest. If I'm being honest with you, well,
0: I mean, (laughs) there's probably various reasons. We're talking nineteen ninety World Cup. Mexico were actually uh, disqualified. Oh, banned. Sorry, they were banned. Uh, Here we go. The uh, Kakarula scandal. Was a 1988 association football scandal, in which the Mexican Football Federation was found to have knowingly used at least four overage players, um, one of them being Gerardo Jimenez, though if he's any relation at all, uh, on the Mexico under 20 team, which played at the 88 CONCACAF under 20 tournament um the World governing body imposed a severe sanction banning it at c se- it banning its senior and underage teams from all competitions for two years um as a result the rescue national team were absent from the 1990 fifa world cup the scandal oh. has since been considered a turning point in their history wow well it it, it corruptions everywhere isn't it Yep, sadly, as
1: unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I never knew. I'm learning something every week here. Um, let's have a look. Well, we've got a few comments here. Um, Chris says Saudi Arabia should get beaten comfortably by the other three. Um, Chris Welsh, if you can't beat Saudi Arabia in this group, you should head to the exit door already. You, you say that, but again. I've started watching a lot of these little Euclid clips about certain World Cups and World Cup matches. And there's a lot of things where, you you know, you wonder, it kind of alludes to the fact as to why certain teams won. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, you look, at, you look at South Korea when it was held locally and the, the, you can't sometimes write these teams off. Um, oh. Hello, Leicester City. One player from Saudi Arabia is Syed Omran. Remember his goal in the World Cup USA against Belgium? No, Richard, I don't. But thank you for reminding us. I may Google it later. And then we've got one Herbert. Here's the second Herbert. Um, I am saying FIFA ranking. I don't I think I think you were just trying to get me to say something that you know I shouldn't be saying, Anthony. You're very, very naughty. Argentina and Mexico to go through. Yep. And Chris Welsh, uh, completely agree with you on Mexico. Always a joy to watch for me. One of the outsiders to win whole tournament. Wow. Would you go that far,
1: do you think, Doug? You never know. You never know the World Cups. Stranger things can happen.
0: Richard said, no, it's not right. When is Australia going to hold it? Um, I think sometimes it's the cost of of staging it. And this is why I think it's going to two Mm -hmm. or three different countries these days. So you might get Australia and say New Zealand doing it because um, actually New Zealand stadiums are going to be closer to the east coast of Australia than Perth on the west coast um, for travelling. Yeah. Uh, Chris, World Cup should never be held in Qatar and Russia. We know, yeah, we do know we do know why. We do know why. James, I always enjoy watching Mexico um, in the 18 World Cup. They, were, they, were exciting. they are an exciting team to watch. They do attack. Um, one for me to one to watch for me will be Mexico, Japan, Ecuador, USA, Canada and South Korea I'm intrigued to see how they will do Oh, ones to watch <laughs> Sorry, I missed the S off, I thought that's more than one there Chris <laughs> and Richard, he took the whole team on and scored and we'll Google it later like I say um, so that, that is Mexico and we'd said that it was Messi's last chance Lewandowski. Yeah. It's going to be surely his last uh, swan song, isn't it?
1: I think so. Yeah. I mean, the thing the thing is as well, like, Poland have finished third of the 1974 and 1982 World Cups, but I haven't actually got past the group stage since 1986. Mm. So, this is a big opportunity um, as well. But, my only worry for Poland is will they rely on the goals of Lewandowski too much?
0: This is it. It's like but then again, do Argentinas rely on Messi too much?
1: Yeah. You know you could it, say
0: that. I mean every team every team does it, you know. Beckham gets sent off against Argentina and you know we, we lost it. Rooney's injured, um, his metatarsal, which I never heard of before that injury. <laughs> there seems to be one, one sort of standout uh, player, doesn't there, for 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 each each squad? But I think you look at that and you see the fact that um, the FIFA ranking ranking there, Anthony, is twenty six. That's that's quite low. I I expected them to be higher.
1: I expected them to be in the top twenty, but uh, obviously mm. uh, obviously not. But um, but no, I think um, they've got good. They've got a got some good players haven't they then um, obviously Matty cash is no uh i think they call him in Poland, kashowski i think his name is um <laughs> which, yeah which uh which uh, you don't want to cash in on that one uh no. sorry <laughs> i'm
0: not i'm not letting you get away with it because you wouldn't you wouldn't publish my jokes on your show earlier again so i'm not letting you get away with that um, But uh, Richard says here, uh, I went to the World Cup in 2006 in Germany. I hope they hold it again. I'd be there. I'd be there. The Frankfurter sausages were banging. Yeah, well, each to his own, Roger. That's all I can say. (laughs) Yeah, we'll leave that one, I think. Uh, Chris, uh, there's no guarantees that one team will easily go through. This is an open group between Argentina, Poland, Mexico for me to go through. Um, And yeah. And Anthony and Anthony and Richard having a bit of a, a brotherly argument there. Um, obviously, Europe they uh, they qualified only through the playoffs uh, and have been to nine of twenty two World Cups. Which again, I thought I thought it would be more than that.
1: I thought it'd be more than that as well. But yeah, they got um, they got past um, they got past Sweden to get to this uh, this World Cup mm-hmm. stage. Um, yeah, I I think. I think Poland have to hope that they could probably be well beat Saudi Arabia first of all. I think I think it's another thing, and then maybe get a point off Mexico or Argentina to maybe go through. Yes, yeah.
0: You 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 know, well, we're gonna come on to your predictions in a second as to how how you think that this will uh pan out, this group. Uh but like I say, I think it is gonna be is gonna be a difficult group. Um, but let's remind ourselves of how you put the groups down uh, the last two weeks? So from Group One, you sprung a shot, or Group A, sorry, you sprung a, sh- a shot straight away there, with uh, Senegal going through as the winners, uh, with Netherlands as, uh, going through as well in second.
1: Yep. No, I've just uh, just got a feeling that African teams are going to do well because they all they all know the the climate that they've been playing at. Um Yeah, I've just got a feeling Senegal are in very, very good form and I think they could be a match for anybody.
0: I, mean, I don't think we're all that far off seeing an African team winning the World Cup.
1: No, I, I don't either. I don't either and uh, maybe it might be this World Cup. You never know.
0: You never know. You never know. Um And then obviously in our group... It was nice to see a Scotsman putting England at the top, as much as it stuck in your throat to do that. Um, Wales through in second. And I've got to probably agree with you. I think it will be one way or another, first and second there, um, for those for those two teams. Um, interesting thing is, whoever finishes top plays whoever is second in Group A. Yeah, Netherlands. Mm, yeah. But they're they're not the force they once were. But you know, at this stage, if you are playing any team, and I don't care who it is, whether it's you know Ecuador, whoever gets through, if they if they've done well enough to get to the World Cup and then get through to that, you know, round of sixteen, they they're going to not, you know, nobody's going to be, you know,
1: an, an easy game, is it? No, definitely not. And you know, you. He- we 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 said that Mexico are the always the nearly men, but I think it's safe to say Netherlands are definitely more than nearly yeah. men, aren't they?
0: Yeah, they've they've never won it. They've come close, but again, if you Google um, Holland and you know or Netherlands World Cup, there's a few uh, there's a few questions about why they didn't win it. To be honest with you. Um, Yeah, yeah, Brazil Brazil are always favourites every year And as much as I hate the Germans I did enjoy that 7-1 victory A few World Cups ago Right, I need to actually um, Change tack a little bit here um, Because what I need to do Is just load it up So we can now um, No, I don't want to do slides do Doug's predictions for this group. Um, so this is a share screen one. And, um, there we go. Unfortunately, the Telegraph, as well as having an advert pop up every two seconds, also um, also doesn't save it. So um, we have to go in it. But, right, so let's have a look at this one then, Doug. Um, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Poland. I think I, kn- I know how I would go one through to four. Let's see if you agree with me. Um, who's gonna win it for you? Argentina. Yeah, I would have to agree with you there. I think they will. Um, the, 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 the. the <sighs> They they always see. I think there's only one where I think we knocked them out, didn't we? Where they went home before they didn't get through the group stage one year. But apart from that, you know that they're always going to get at least quarterfinals usually for Argentina. Um, Now then, yeah. Now then, I know who I'm going to go do. Will you agree with me? And who are you going for to go through in second place?
1: I'm going to go Mexico.
0: I agree with you. We're doing well. You see, you see, there's, there's hope for world peace yet. A Scotland fan and an England fan are agreeing. <laughs> Who knows where this might lead to. As they said in the Rocky films, I think it was the end of Rocky four. If you can do it and I can do it, then the world can do it. Or something <laughs> equally corny. Um, if if you all wondering, you've got to watch the film. If you're wondering what I'm going on about. Um, Third, I, I guess I'm going to go, you know, and I guess you're going to go Poland.
1: Yeah, Poland, definitely.
0: Um, and then obviously Saudi Arabia in fourth. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that would be... I'd like to see, okay, Mexico. I don't know what it is. I just like... I've just got a soft spot for them. And the interesting thing here is, depending when we get onto Group D, um, that, you know, depending who goes through... You could have Argentina
1: against France. You could easily have Argentina France. You could eat. You could probably have maybe Mexico Denmark. That that could be yeah. interesting. Those two games could be yeah. very very interesting. Um, yeah. as well. But maybe France might not even qualify because they've obviously got the um, Champions Curse over them as well. Yes,
0: yes. We will we will see. But yeah, um... <laughs> yeah. Anthony says that was Rocky for um, James, 100% Argentina and Mexico to go through for him. Um, Richard says France and Denmark. Oh, we're not on that. That'll be next week, mate. That'll be next week. Uh, USA are unknown how they will perform. Same with Wales. Um, yep. Again, we did that last week. Uh, Chris is going Mexico, Poland. Unfortunately, your flags haven't come up here, Chris. Uh, Mexico, Poland, Argentina in third. Wow Um, uh, Brazil and Argentina Will be the biggest flops for me There I said it I think it's dangerous group for Argentina I would absolutely Wet my underpants if Argentina Didn't get out of this group um, Because I just Don't like don't like Argentina. <laughs> you, I don't know how you You want to go back, whether it's the Falklands War or whether it was um, whoever it was on on Beckham that got him sent off. Uh, I just, uh, I just don't like it. Don't like Argentina. There's certain teams. We were talking the other day when we were talking about Southgate about having a foreign manager. I said I could. There's three. There's three countries I could not have an England manager from. One's Scotland, one's Germany, and one's Argentinian. I couldn't have any of those managers at all and uh, let me just uh, get this back to normal doug thank you very much sir and what we're going to do That's is obviously right save on. all your predictions and see how uh, close you are at the end now like i said before congratulations your wedding and honeymoon are coming up there's still time for you to pull out and you know do the right thing You'll do the sensible thing But I get it, you're in love So you're going to go through with it But no, all the best to that mate And con- you know, congratulations on it Hope it all goes well and you have a great day All I will say on the day itself Is the advice that I was given on my wedding day Which as well as don't do it Was just take some time during the day To just sit down and take it all in Because it absolutely flies by It really does Before you know it, you were thinking where did that day go? Just take yeah. some time for yourself and Rebecca and sit there and just soak it all in. You are going to supply us with your um, predictions, though, so that it's fair. Of always. course, yes. Yep, you will be ably, I going to say ably sat on them, but uh, Dan will be sitting in for you uh, the next three weeks. And we will see you uh, see you after that. But all the best, mate, and congratulations. Good luck with it. Um, I'll say, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy, but I think that goes uh, without saying. And uh, we shall see you in um, three. Uh, and well done, actually doing it before the season starts. I'm impressed.
1: Oh, thank you very much. No, I, I really do appreciate it. I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I can't believe it's a week on Saturday. It's mental, oh. but uh, yeah, I have to, have to say I've been really enjoying doing these shows with you and uh, I'll look forward to, uh, to when I come back in about three weeks' time. Yeah.
0: Uh, Anthony passes on his congratulations as well. All the best, Doug. Thank you very much, mate. And I will see you on the other side, as they say.
1: See you very soon. Take care.
0: See you later. Take care, mate. All the best. Bye-bye. Take care.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Uh, thanks to Doug there and all the best to him for his upcoming. Uh, and really do, do if you can, just take your time and enjoy the day because it absolutely flies past and you just want to enjoy it. And th- those 15, 20 minutes that we actually got where, where we weren't being bothered, it was just great just to sit there and take you all in. Uh, James thank you very much mate Uh, Take care So when are we back Well I'm at the dentist tomorrow I'm going to have a couple of fillings So tomorrow night I'm not going to be doing a show I'll be talking about that probably (laughs) Um, The dentist Oh, Not looking forward to it at all Uh, At least it's in the morning Uh, And then Wednesday we have got the quiz Uh, It is Homer Away The Big Fat Football Quiz 2 It's the pilot show Dan is taking on – no, he's not. Yes, he is. Dan is taking on Brad. Uh, he, actually, Dan did say he wanted Brad because he felt he could beat Brad. So, hmm. bit of a needle match there, bit of a needle match. Um, and then coming up, we have got also got this coming up soon, which, again, is a completely new show uh, that we're looking at doing, and that is the Chat Shit Get Bang Show, which basically is just going to be – no agenda at all we're going to talk about anything we want to what you guys say in the thing so we could end up talking about Jaffa Cakes and up talking about favorites favorite uh, films it's just the way it goes and we'll always have the um things you wouldn't hear uh courtesy of what the week will be a regular feature of that as well um so that is all going to be coming up uh in the near future but wednesday nine as i don't forget it for the quiz if you haven't already please do that subscribe to the channel give the video a like and smash that notification bell so you never miss another show it all helps the channel it really really does um <laughs> anthony you uh bastard that's all i will say yeah and then you'll be asking me to say uh what fifa's ranking is wouldn't you i know you anthony i know the way your mind works <laughs> but anyway guys thank you very much that's it that's all i've got time for tonight thanks to doug for being on thanks to everybody in the chat yeah even anthony James, um, two, two mods there, two new mods. Thank you very much for coming in. Uh, Richard, Anthony's brother, you have my sympathy. Uh, Chris Welsh, thank you very much as well. Rene earlier, uh, really do appreciate all your input, guys. Um could not be the same without you, as they say. Thank you for watching. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, thank you for listening as well. I will see you back here Wednesday night, 9 o'clock. Don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy.
1: Watching, these videos are tremendous. You better like them too or I'll be back.
0: It is
1: Sports, Social Podcast Network.
0: It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Uh, Participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.